Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hi there. I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. Here are some of the California stories we're following. Officials in Los Angeles continue to respond to the closure of a stretch of the I-10 freeway because of fire damage caused by what officials say was arson. Speaking last night, Los Angeles Mayor Karen Bass announced that commuter buses will be free of charge to help alleviate traffic congestion caused by the closure. Bass also got a firsthand look at the traffic yesterday during a helicopter tour of the city. It absolutely is clear. Angelinos, please stay on the freeways. It was very, very obvious that when people did not stay on the freeways and decided to get on the surface streets, the surface streets looked like an absolute parking lot. It was announced yesterday that it will take between three to five weeks to fully repair the I-10's fire damage. A hospital in North San Diego County continues to divert ambulances to other healthcare facilities and has halted all elective medical procedures as it grapples with the aftermath of a cyber attack. Tri-City Medical Center in Oceanside says it first became aware of the attack last Thursday and shut down many of its computer systems in response, declaring a state of internal disaster. The hospital so far isn't saying if cyber attackers demanded a specific ransom amount or if patient information has been compromised. California local governments are thinking about staffing up for climate change-related challenges. From San Diego, KPBS reporter Eric Anderson has more. California's municipalities are expected to play a critical role in the state's decarbonization effort, but local governments are at various stages of readiness. That's a key finding in a report from the nonpartisan think tank Next10. Founder Noel Perry says local municipalities will play an important role as billions of federal dollars flow into the state. Really, so much of climate action happens at the local level, at a city, town, and county level. And we understood that uh, there was going to be significant funds coming into California from the Inflation Reduction Act and the infrastructure law that President Biden instituted. Researchers found only about half of the respondents in a statewide survey have or are working on climate action plans. Those plans will be the framework to helping spend the federal investment. For the California Report, I'm Eric Anderson in San Diego. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find the link in our show notes. 
This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment, and if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. A new law signed by Governor Gavin Newsom will make it easier for low-income teens to access mental health treatment. But some parents are protesting, saying it infringes on their rights as parents. KQED health correspondent April Domboski has the story. When she was in ninth grade, Fiona Liu fell into a depression. She was having trouble adjusting to her new high school and was just exhausted. In my life, I just felt super isolated and I really couldn't like go to school every day. I feel like I used to like just cry in the mornings. Fiona wanted to get help, but she needed a parent's permission first. And she didn't feel like she could talk to her mom about it. I can only testify to Chinese culture, but it's very much like if you have mental health issues, you're probably just not busy enough. Like if you busy yourself more, then you won't have time to think about mental health issues and then it'll just go away. Plus, her mom's a single parent working long hours to care for her, her younger brother and her grandmother. Fiona just didn't want to add to her burden. I wouldn't want her to have to, you know, sign all these forms and like, go to therapy with me. So I feel like it's not like we're antagonizing our parents. It's just we really care for them. And we feel like if we can do something by ourselves, then like, why not just do it by ourselves? You know, it's like one less thing for them to worry about. This is why Fiona campaigned for the new law to allow low-income teens like her to get mental health counseling without having to get their parents' consent. She faced a lot of objections, though, from other people's parents. If my child is dealing with a mental health crisis, I want to know about it. James Gallagher is one of several Republicans in the state legislature who voted against the bill. And this misguided and I think wrongful trend in our policy now that has continued to exclude parents from that equation and say they don't need to be informed is wrong. You have to hear this. California parents horrified. A Bay Area mom and attorney, Aaron Friday, went on Fox News last spring, claiming the law would allow the government to take kids away from their parents. It doesn't. To her, this policy is mired in the broader debate over who influences the care of transgender youth. These are counselors who are indoctrinators, and they get to decide where your child goes. It's it's just a terrifying bill. The thing is, parents like Friday and Gallagher, parents who have private insurance, their kids already have the right to get mental health care without their permission. That's been law in California for 13 years. All this law does is extend that right to low-income kids who have Medi-Cal. This is about equity. This is an equity thing. This is only an equity issue. This is for Medi-Cal. Assemblywoman Wendy Carrillo is the law's author. She sees this as a common-sense update to the previous law. 
That passed in 2010 when Arnold Schwarzenegger was in office and it had bipartisan support. And it was signed into law by a Republican governor. It had no opposition. But this time around, Carrillo's office got death threats. Opponents have since vowed to sue. The extremes on both sides have gotten so extreme that we have a hard time actually talking about the need for mental health. To Fiona Liu and other low-income youth, it feels like the mostly white, mostly middle-class opponents are hijacking their narrative. It's a little inauthentic that they were advocating for a policy that won't directly affect them. She says they put their own agenda over the hundreds of thousands of other families who would be helped by the policy. For The California Report, I'm April Dimboski. And that is this edition of the California Report for Wednesday, November 15th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Saul Gonzalez. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Paint Care. Now with more than 850 drop-off sites in California, where households and businesses can recycle their leftover paint. More at paintcare.org. Stanford Medicine comprising its School of Medicine and Adult and Children's Health Systems, working together to advance knowledge and improve lives, stanfordmedicine.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Ocean Institute, advancing the frontiers of ocean science, exploration, and discovery, on the web at schmidtocean.org. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.